Eyes Eyes, the life of a long-term multitasker. This is the 150-year plan series, where bold ideas go from a vision into a reality, where CEO or founder is too limiting of a title, where the journey is the destination. This series tracks my monthly process and progress towards realizing my life purpose. Along the way, something so grand will have been achieved. You'll wonder how it was ever accomplished. But if you look closely, every step was laid out in front of you the entire time. All right, and I'm coming back to you from Amelie's in Charlotte. This is the December update for the 150-year plan series of the Size Eyes podcast. So I'll just dig right in. It's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I'll roll right into this. So in November, I had mentioned that I was I had launched the TLDR of Life course initially from my workplace, and I had conducted a session with the two co-founders, and I think they found a little bit of value in that. And I was planning on having a couple more uh, sessions with that, but ended up not happening because of random things, right? So, you know, that was in November. In December, or leading up to December, I'd kind of been working, I think might have alluded to it in the last episode, of the organizational operating system, or the 2U operating system that I was working on. And so... I put the TLDR of Life course on hold for now. I still have all, a lot of the course content kind of still mapped out. It's still there. I just put it on pause for right now. And with really working on the 2U operating system or components of it in Thanksgiving leading up to the end of November, I presented a 11 page, an 11-page memo to the senior leadership team with a mem with a memo titled why do we need a 2u operating system and so this memo did not go into the actual what is a 2u operating system it there was a section in there that says what is it but it essentially just describes a few of the very high level components processes and structures of the 2u os but this memo this memo that i created if you listen to the previous episode on the working backwards fully content episode I talked about how Amazon creates memos and really forces you to have a narrative based thinking of why someone should do something it forces you to create a story to craft a compelling argument right and so this is the same mindset that I took from that book and applied it almost immediately and so this memo was essentially to have something to essentially have buy-in from the senior leadership team of yes we're we've been operating under whatever principles under whatever systems whichever processes that we've had for the last five six years as an organization but if we really want to take the next step and to scale not only from Charlotte, from a 2U Laundry perspective, but also for a Laundry Lab perspective, how do we scale, how do we build 
a business in a box that a franchise is that makes it compelling enough that franchisees, potential franchisees, are compelled enough to purchase. So it's not just the different aspects of the functions and the sub-objectives that we have as an OKR framework that we have, right? Objectives, key results. It's not just implementing those. Those are fine. Those are valuable, but only in the context of a larger system. And that's what the 2U operating system is. And so I was really trying to get buy-in on what are the actual issues that we have and how will this 2U operating system, these different component structures and processes, help solve those problems and help us realize our potential that we have. Because I think as a company, we're only operating from you know, 30 to 40% of our potential. And so that's can be, I'm a glass half full person. And so I see the potential that we can grow by 50 to, what is it, 30 to 40, so 60 to 70% of our potential that we can grow by. I'm like, all right, this is a real opportunity for us to grow, for me to grow, for us to grow as a company, for us to provide a positive impact in the communities that we're gonna be having a laundry lab and two laundry presence in. And so I created this 11 page memo, like I said, and it was why a 2U laundry operating system is the most important thing we need. And then I outlined what are the issues right now, uh, you know, 10 to 15 bullet points, and there were probably many more that I didn't include, and went into the tenant, the tenant, the tenant, which is basically the foundation from which this is built. And the tenet here was, we create our habits, then our habits create us. If you think about any personal habits, that's essentially what happens. And the same thing can be applied from an individual scale to an organizational scale, including many people, many functions, many teams. If we create, so far, since we have had people who have been with the company for a while before we started hiring for the last one, two months, right that's it's a positive in the sense that we have people that are very familiar with what we do and how we operate the downside of that is we have ingrained ourselves some habits that we don't even know that we're aware of that we don't even know of and so what this two-year operating system and different aspects and components of it allow us to do is to bring that first to awareness then make better choices about that once we have that awareness and then those better choices will lead to better results. It's kind of a framework that I've taken from Robin Sharma. It's very simple, but it's applicable and makes sense. All right, so then I had this section on habits and how we can create organizational habits. And then I went into the TU operating system. What is a TU OS? But very high level, like what are the components, what are the structures, what are the processes? And then I went into what is the value of a 2U OS. And so I created, I found, or I discovered on my own, frameworks for how value is provided, right? Something is, can provide value in two ways. It's added value added, but then the other way is friction being reduced, right? When you reduce friction or barriers to overcome, for let's say these habits, right? If you 
place a home or a personal gym inside the house, if you have dumbbells inside the house, you're just making it easier to work out. And that's a positive thing rather than, oh, I need to get in my car and drive 10 minutes and go to the gym, get a $50 per month membership. You're just adding all these obstacles to creating that positive habit. But if you just have this home gym, that's why many people are successful with home gyms because it reduces the friction. So same thing, how do we reduce friction as an organization? And so, so sometimes when we have people that have been used to a certain process or a certain mindset, we won't be able to see that friction that's being caused because it's just the way how things have been operating. And so really identifying those friction points, not just for the customer, but internally. How is our process of planning and execution? What are the friction points involved in that? How many times do we have to communicate the same thing to different people? That's a friction point that if we didn't spend time communicating, we could be working on achieving those things that we want to achieve that's our, that, that are outlined in our objectives or our mission as a company, right? So just having the added value and then the reduced friction then juxt and then having that over the current added value and then the future added value, what's going to be the, the short-term or the long-term horizons for those added value and reduced friction. And so you can kind of think of those as sections within a pros and cons column, right? So all those are essentially positive pros, if you will, of including a 2UOS. Then I also wanted to be fair and provide what the, basically the inverse of each of those, right? What are the current reduced value? What's the future reduced value? The current added friction, future added friction for each of those. And so I wanted to provide both aspects to it. And then finally, I had a conclusion section, and then finally had a, an FAQs. And so, and then from this, why we need a 2UOS, I then started to actually build out the 2UOS. All right? Once I started building this 2OS out, it ended up being, at, by the end of the month, it was a 75, 80-page document. And I'm not saying that to say, oh, wow, that's, it's very comprehensive. No one's going to actually read that, right? But if you listen to my previous podcast, it's about going deep and then going back up to the highest level so that anyone can understand it and presenting it in a way that is very simple and effective for everyone involved in that system. And so I spent many, many hours, I think 30, 40, 50 hours building that 2U OS and... I'm going to continue to make changes to it, but now, looking ahead, the implementation of this is going to make the most sense in my mind from not implementing it organizationally initially. So, so it's kind of tackling it from two different angles here. One is from explaining the whole operating system, the organizational operating system from the highest level of the company, right? So first getting that senior leadership team buy-in. And then hopefully after that, I can get the leadership team buy-in. And then it's the rest of the organization. And then the other way that I'm gonna do this is how to actually implement it on my own, right? So since I'm part of the marketing team, sales and marketing, I wanted to use it from the ground up, right? So I'm tackling this from the high level and the low level, from the clouds and the dirt. And so 
what that means is when I when we had planning in December I we had a marketing and sales offsite uh, with myself and Dan and we spent a full day just kind of going through each of these different components structures and processes of an operating system and so some of those things that we talked about applied to the organization some of them applied just functionally but all those things that I'd written in that two UOS we discussed and we potentially in we improved some of those things we aligned on yes this will be valuable for us as a team as a sales and marketing team as well as hopefully when it's implemented as a company for the whole organization and so I did get buy-in from Dan and we're fully leaning into it coming into January and I'm really excited to see how it's going to be implemented and how it's going to be taken by and used by myself, by Dan, and then hopefully by other members of our team. And so looking ahead to January, I'm going to create, you know, finalize that 2EOS, make it a little bit more formal, um, create a presentation for senior leadership team, right, so that they can understand it and not have to read 78 pages of, of a document because no one wants to do that and two of the people on the senior leadership team best consume information through visuals and are visual learners basically so having a PowerPoint or something charts and processes and flowcharts whatever graphs stuff like that will make it more di easily digestible for them and for me and then so from there what I will do is once that presentation is created for the senior leadership team I'm going to then start implementing it for the sales and marketing team. And then the other aspect of this is that I decided during the planning, for my planning, for my quarterly, yearly planning, at the end of 2021 going into 2022, that I'm going to create a Life OS V2 for myself. So this is semi-related to what I've been talking about, but I've been operating under my SciOS that I built last year, I guess 2020 now, and so about a year plus ago, and I took it from August Bradley and watching his YouTube videos and amazing YouTube series that he has going right now. However, going through all of those things, I realized, okay, these are the aspects that I built out um, just because it was in that system that he built, right? But then how do I perfect it? How do I mold it? and personalize it to what is most useful for me, right? So having an operating system for myself, I'm basically going to be creating a V2 of my life OS. And then I want to share that journey of creating it from scratch so that people, so that anyone can build their own version of it. And I'm going to try to decouple the thinking of a system and a software. Right? Because so many times we are caught up in the thinking that the solution is the software, but really a software is only a conduit for the solution. Right? So I use Notion, but Notion is not the solution. I have a life operating system on my own that Notion is the best tool, I believe, to help implement that. And so I'm going to create, I'm going to talk through both sides of that. I'm going to take you on my journey of creating this V2 of a life operating system, V2 of SciOS for myself, and create a YouTube series on that and the journey of creating that so that anyone can build their own version of it.
and I'm really excited to be starting that in Q1 in January and hopefully by the end of the quarter I'll have some content created and published on YouTube so that anyone can build their own life OS along with me. And so this is going to be different from other people like August Bradley and others who have their own life OS because some of these ideas are going to be purely my own, purely stuff that I've thought about. And if you've been reading my blog, stuff that I have written about on my own. But some of these concepts will also be taken from other people. So it's a, it's a hodgepodge of all these different ideas. And so hopefully that just enables my creativity. And maybe along the process, I'll come up with new ideas that you have to have watched the new episodes or new videos to see that thought process and that evolution and growth from video to video. So I'm really excited to be building that and sharing that with you all. So hopefully you will be listening and so it's not just my voice describing my life OS, but you'll actually be able to see visuals and see how it's being built and then you can build your own your own version of it, whether that's just one database or dozens of databases. So that is the update for December. That took a little bit longer than I thought, but I guess a lot of things, so that's good. Anyways, thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes and the 150-year plan, and I'll see you when I see you.